Hail, hail, hail. The gang's all here. Gang's all here. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the second episode of Honey. Honey, I'm, I'm home. <laughs> so well, we appreciate anybody who is sticking with us, um, especially if you actually listen to our first episode where we were still kind of playing around with some things, trying to figure some stuff out. Yes, we so appreciate you. Um, And so today we are going to kind of shift more into what this podcast is really supposed to be about. Um, We are going to hopefully give people some education into different types of, you know, career paths, career choices, just because that's just not something that generally tends to happen. Yeah, you grow up, you know, everyone kind of has the same five jobs that they say they're going to be when they grow up. Artist, teacher, doctor. Um, but nobody knows and, what those things actually do. Like, what is the day in, day out of those careers? Like, what do, what does that mean? You want to be a doctor? Which What kind? Right. And there are so many other options that maybe would totally be your jam. You just didn't know they existed. Exactly. And... We are, we put a ton of pressure on teenagers to decide like at, you know, 18, 19 and, you know, early twenties, which technically not teenagers, but close enough of here, you have zero idea of like what your options actually are. Decide what you want to do with the rest of your life. And that's just, it's crazy. And I've heard even younger too now with like, tracks in school and hopefully we can have an educator one day who knows what that means but I've heard like in middle (laughs) school you pick a track and then like you're supposed to know what you want to do with your life from middle school yeah that they do and with tracks I think it means like you go into like a stem track so you take classes that are like you basically major and you take classes that are more oriented towards like learning how to to code or you know whatever but And I mean, I guess if it's that general, it's not that bad because by that point you would kind of know like, oh, well, I like things that are more tech-based, but you also might not. And just putting people into these like categories without giving them any sort of education about like what that actually means, it it could really stunt your ability to figure out what it is that you want to do and what would make you happy. How many people do we know in college with a major designed to put them in what they're going to do that switched and decided they wanted to do something drastically different after they already started paying for these career building classes and degrees? Oh, I know. Or the- thinking that that's a great career path for them take out student loans and then realize, just kidding, this isn't for me. And then they still have to pay it back because you still have to pay back <laughs> student loans regardless of if you get the degree. Yeah. Oh, man. There are people like me who just never had any idea. It's just like, I don't know, just bumbling about. I guess I'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you did figure it out. And so today, let's talk about your new job because it's not like brand new, but it's still pretty fresh. And we focused on my new job, which still haven't gotten a start date yet. But (laughs) I want to I want to tell everyone kind of what you're into, what you're doing. Um, I really could to do. I <laughs> barely understand it. Um, let's talk about you. All right. Well, um, Brittany, 
you are not alone. A lot of people have no <laughs> idea what it is that I do. And that's because it's kind of a behind the scenes type of job. It's not the forefront. Um, a lot of times you'll, I, for those who have no idea, because why would you? Um, I am in marketing. I am a marketer. And a lot of times, you know, people kind of put them to put it together with sales. They think that it's a sales type of role and it's, it's not. Um, and a lot of companies, sales and marketing work closely together, um, give or take. We can talk about that dynamic in a minute if you'd like. Um, but it's yeah. not sales. It's kind of the, de- of the behind the scenes, like of how leads get brought in for sales. So how, cl- how close would you say marketing and advertising are? Cause they're the same in my head. That, true. A lot of people think that, you know, they, they watch Mad Men and they're like, Oh, okay. So this is what marketing <laughs> is. And I mean, it's, it's not, it's not wrong per se. I mean, there are some wrong things about Mad Men, but there are some <laughs> correct things about marketing as well. Um, but advertising is kind of like a subcategory of marketing. Um, I, I don't really know much about, you know, the history of marketing. I've never really spent a ton of time like researching it. And frankly, I never studied marketing. Um, it's what? not some, yeah, I know. Right. Um, I've never studied marketing there. I said it. And my, my bosses <laughs> have always known this too. So it's okay. It's not a secret. <laughs> Um, you don't have to have a specific degree to go into marketing. Um, they do really kind of look more for like a business type of degree, but it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to have a degree in marketing. And do you have one? I like don't. Oh, <laughs> I have an English undergrad and I have a, an MBA with a focus in revenue management, which is basically big data analytics. So no, I don't have a degree in marketing. <laughs> but you have an MBA, which is like impressive business. and businessy sounding. It is. It's business. And <laughs> I took a marketing course during my entire time in business school. And it was very much just like this high level, um, learn about like SWOT analysis. And what? <laughs> uh, so SWOT analysis, it's, it's an acronym. And, and just in general with business, anything that falls under like the business, like umbrella in corporate America, it's going to be just like eat up with acronyms. <laughs> it's like okay. a whole new language. Um, but basically it's just this high level way of kind of like categorizing things and identifying opportunities. And it's just, it's not something that whenever I started actually working as a marketing professional, I have ever needed. Okay. But it has nothing to do with like the SWAT team. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Nothing remotely okay. close to the military. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay. So go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Tell me more. Okay. So marketing, the, the point of marketing, as I kind of started alluding to earlier, the point of marketing is to bring in leads. Um, and marketing generally is not the one who actually does anything with those leads, but it's our job to get, get out there, get in front of people, get the messaging out. Um, We are also in charge of reputation management. So 
if you have a particular idea of like how you think about a a specific brand or good or service, that's usually, that usually means that marketing is doing its job or something like has happened and it's been in the media, in which case, you know, I mean, a good marketing team can figure out how to work with it. Sure. So it's also kind of like PR for the company, right? Yeah, PR is also one of the things that falls under the marketing umbrella. Okay, cool. Yes. Cool. So it again, it all it's like a it's this massive, massive type of category that depending on you know what industry you're in, what um, product it is, like are you B two B or B two C, which means business to business. So you sell like to a specific business who then sells to a consumer or are you B2C, which means you sell directly to a consumer. So like as a consumer, if you like click on an ad, that's a B2C type of like business most likely. Um, So, I mean, just it's, it's very complicated, but it's kind of not at the same time because regardless of what your particular like company does, your job kind of has the same type of markers to it which is that you are probably you are probably going to do something that has to do with like creation of content and that creation of content is designed to get your good service product whatever in front of a particular audience and what really is like the backbone of marketing and what makes you a good marketer versus a not good marketer is how well you understand your audience because that changes everything makes sense um so like with your specific job what is your audience what what are you doing for the company you work for Hmm. all right so i am actually a member of what's known we have probably about i have a marketing department of about 12 to 15 people i've never sat down and counted them but that's about how many we have and I am actually on a team called demand gen, which is demand generation. So it's the one that is like the most forefront when it comes to lead generation and bringing in potential customers. Okay. So you said lead several times. Is that what lead means? Customers? Potential customers. Yes. Okay. People who are interested in your product. But maybe they're, and like, there's like a different, like, there's like a whole scale of like how quote unquote hot your lead is. And so if it's like (laughs) a cold lead, they're probably not going to convert, which means they're not going to like buy it or become a member or like whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing. Um, And then like the more up it gets, the more qualified, quote unquote qualified it gets the hotter it gets. And by the time it gets to the point where it hits a specific number, uh, that's whenever they get sent over to our sales department. And we're like, here you go. These people are ready to actually have a conversation with you. And they'll actually be receptive to you talking to them. So what kind of stuff are you looking at to know whether a client is interested or not? It has a lot to do. So my team manages our website which um, for anybody who's interested, there are two like main categories really of marketing. There's print marketing and then digital marketing. Our website, the website falls under digital marketing. Print marketing would be like flyers or like 
mailers or something like that. It's it's kind of more the old school route um, billboards, which I mean, I could have I could fill up a whole 30 minute podcast <laughs> about how I feel about billboards, which is negative, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I love them just as a non-marketing person. <laughs> they entertain oh me my on my drives. <laughs> Okay, well, the next time you and I are in the car together and I start, like, going on a tirade about billboards, just so you know, I've got a lot of thoughts. No. Um, but So that goes into to print marketing, and print marketing is a little more on the, the, like, older model. Digital is where most marketing is because it's more effective. You can get a lot more understanding about your audience because you get, you're able to, like, make, get some really detailed reports out of it. And also it's cheaper. So it's more effective, it's cheaper, and you like learn more from it. So like, why not? Um, so when it comes to like determining leads and like kind of like warming them up, it has to do with like how much they're interacting with, say your website, you know, are they filling out forms that they want to like speak to a sales person? Are they reading our blog? Are they like clicking on, you know, our social media ads? And so like the more they're, they're called touches. So you, you touch people, um, the more touches a person gets, the more likely they are to convert. And it takes somewhere between six to eight touches on average for a person to go from cold lead to a hot lead and to probably convert. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And so if you think about it, think about like maybe some sort of, I know I like shoes. I was just looking at shoes before we did this. So a shoe <laughs> that you like, right? Something that it's, you know, in the, the right season, it makes sense for you. It fits your style. The marketers know this. And so that's why you're getting this ad. And maybe it takes you a few times of seeing this exact same ad. Maybe it's slightly different. It's kind of mixed up a little bit. Maybe it's in a different format somewhere, but you see it multiple times. And then eventually you're like, those are so cute. I really just want to like click on it and just like see like how much are they? So, I mean, like these are all different types of touches. And so oh, you're yeah. walking down, like you're going through what's called the marketing funnel as you are interacting with each and every one of these touches. It makes me feel like a little lab mouse because I have definitely done what you're talking about. Like everyone has, it's, I, it's psychology. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. Marketers are basically psychologists. Like we understand human behavior very well. And so there, there is a particular type of person who tends to be drawn into marketing. It's people who really like people, but not in the same way that sales likes people. Sales are very outgoing. Um, most likely, uh, you know, yeah, I feel like you have on to average. be. Right. Like you kind of have to be, you have to be very outgoing. You have to be very like, good at interacting with strangers and making small talk on mm -hmm. generally marketers are not like that. Marketers are people who are a little bit more um, like behind the scenes. They like to watch people. They're like, they're the people watchers of the world. And then they make things that make sense for the people that they're watching. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And it's a very creative industry. There's nothing, there's not like a particularly right or wrong way to do anything. Um, but at the same time, even though it's very creative, it's also very data driven. 
it's, it's really surprising, honestly, how much data I analyze on a regular basis. Hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Sorry, go no, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, but I spend a ton of my time digging through reports, uh, pulling reports. Um, I, like I said, I never studied marketing. I did study something that was the hospitality equivalent of big data analytics. And I got to tell you, that was hands down one of the smartest things I have ever done because it made me able to read all of this data and be able to turn it into a story as opposed to just like an Excel spreadsheet. What kind of stuff, what kind of information does the data reflect to you? Like number of times people from like Iowa clicked on this specific ad or? I mean, it can, um, it, it can be that granular or it can be more broad. Um, and for our particular industry, because we are nationwide, it makes more sense for our stuff to be a lot more broad-based. Um, but I can give you a little bit more. So one of my, my um, job duties is communications. I do a lot of email marketing. And for one thing that I do a lot of is our webinars. Um, so my, my company is going through a lot of transitions right now. Um, it was recently um, acquired by a venture capital firm. So it's just, you know, going to the moon like super fast. And so everything is kind of nuts right now. And so we're currently in the process of putting into place a ton of processes, which is really key for marketing. We're a big process-based type of field. Um, and we're still at this point where it's just, kind of hit or miss, like depends on like what it is that we're doing. We're still not entirely sure what we're doing half the time, oh, but geez. I know it's actually kind of fun. But one thing that I spend a lot of time doing is communications for our webinars and our webinar series is, you know, one of my, it's called collateral. It's, it's one of the things that I basically am in charge of producing to be able to provide education um, something that we're able to put out there into the, the ether that people are going to be interested in interacting with. So it's, it's a lead generator because we advertise for it on social. We put it on, you know, our, our website, we are in the process of talking with, um, another company that we're going to, you know, partner with where we'll have access to, you know, their customers as well in a legal way. And um, so then we're going to bring them in. They're going to, you know, be given the opportunity to, you know, attend this webinar that is like applicable to their particular field where they're going to learn something that's important to them. And then if they're interested, then, that, then they go into like what's considered a nurture campaign where we kind of start to, you know, bring them down that funnel to the point where they become like hot leads that we then send to sales. Okay. And so, I mean, you asked about data. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. I'm a little distracted. <laughs> um, but something that I can do whenever I send out, you know, these emails is I can go in, I can pull a report on the email. I can see open rates. So however many people actually opened the email, I can see click rates. So what all people clicked on in there and how many did, 
um, depending on the type of platform I'm using, I can see who actually clicked on it. So that way I can see like, okay, this is something that they're interested in. Because if there is like a couple of different options in there, say it's a newsletter and like here is, you know, a blog post, here is, you know, an invitation to register for our webinar, here is something else. I can see what people are actually interested in. And so like which products get the most interaction. So like these are the things that are actually important to people. So therefore, you know, this is where we really need to be spending our time. Hmm. And yeah, and so, I mean, I can even tell too, and again, it has a lot to do with the platform, but I can tell, like, did you read it? Did you skim it? How long did it take for you to read it? Um, at what point really? did you start? Yeah, and then you can tell too, like if it's like a long newsletter, I have a, a really long weekly newsletter I send out. And like at the top, <laughs> there is like all of the links that are at the top, they have like hundreds of clicks on them. And so by the time they get to the bottom, they're like five. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, funny losing people in here somewhere so are you like in the office where you can go around and be like hey jan did you read my newsletter hey marge or like <laughs> no i work from home i've actually never met anybody that i work with not in person anyway does that feel weird I... to you um it does and it doesn't like i've gotten a lot more used to it and you know in the the world of COVID, you know, everybody got to the point where, well, not everybody, but most people got to the point where they were working from home. So I've been doing it long enough now that it's less weird, but it, there is definitely kind of a, it, it takes a lot longer to get to know people, especially since I'm not particularly forthcoming. That's just not a personality <laughs> trait of mine. Yeah. I know when we were briefly doing um, work from home for child protective, like, it was so hard to get to know any of my new people and try to teach them about how to interact with others digitally yeah. or virtually. <laughs> oh, my company does this thing once a month because they're trying really hard to kind of give people the ability to connect, right? Like, connecting is important. And it's called Connect Live. And you sign up for it and then you basically get put in a virtual, like, room where you kind of make small talk with literal strangers in this like virtual space where everybody can hear you. And it is oh. probably the closest <laughs> thing to like my, my greatest like waking nightmare. I've done it twice now because I'm trying, um, but it's not, it's not for me. And then you can tell too, like who is in sales before they even say like oh hello my name is john smith and i'm in sales and it's like of course you are i can tell <laughs> i love it you were like weirdly <laughs> comfortable in this format and i don't understand <laughs> oh okay so it sounds like your job doesn't really have a specific set of requirements um it, but it, yeah, also it has a lot like... to do go on sorry i was gonna say it also sounds like an option I wished I had known about as a psychology major because yeah I think that you would like marketing I really do it yeah I mean from what I understand I mean there's a lot that you're saying that I still don't quite grasp but it, a lot of it does sound very interesting to me yeah it, it is like um the way that I kind of look at it so let's say you know you're, you have a play, like a stage play that you're working on. Your sales team are basically your actors. 
right? They're the ones that are going out there that are like interacting with the people in the audience. Yes, but I love a good mar- metaphor. Yeah, I love a metaphor. Marketing. Um, <laughs> and your, your marketers are basically your techies. And so everybody kind of does a little, like something different. Like you might have a stage manager, you have somebody who's going to be working on lights. You've got somebody who's doing props. You've got somebody who's doing makeup. You've got somebody who's making sure that, you know, all the blocking is done and that, you know, things are where they're supposed to be. And so it, the marketing people are the people who are very much behind the scenes, but they're the ones that are making sure that the things get done so that it runs smoothly. But at the same time, you can't have a show without actors. So, you know, it's important too to make sure that, you know, we have a good working relationship with sales. <laughs> the problem with that though, is that just by like the nature of just the way that sales and marketing is, um, we just butt heads. And I've, it's, it's true pretty much across mm. the board. <laughs> okay. Um, would you say that's like the major down part if any of your job yeah I would actually I would say the fact because sales is um you know they they are the stars right and they some it's not everybody some salespeople are like this and some are not and again it has a lot to do with the personality it has to do with like the person exactly but they they think that marketing is sales support. Like they tell us what to do <laughs> and it's our job to basically make stuff for them. And mm. we have to push back and we're like, um, no, <laughs> that's not <laughs> how this works. And so like, we have plans like for the entire year, usually where like, you know, this is the, you know, Q1, these are going to be our main focuses. Q2, these are our main focuses, Q3, Q4. And so And then we have to look at things from like an overall perspective of like, this is what our entire customer base needs, or this is what, you know, like our main like focus is. And so we'll have sales come to us and they'll be like, I need you to create such and such, which is like highly like labor intensive, but they don't know it (laughs) because (laughs) they have no idea how much like work goes into creating like a one sheeter. (laughs) Um, and they'll be like, I need you to just like whip this up real quick. And it's like, no, because one, there's no need for us to like whip this up because like you have one customer that needs this. We have, you know, 500 other ones that don't, we have something else that we're currently working on that all 500 people can benefit from. And they're like, yeah, but my customer needs this. And it's like, it doesn't matter. You guys are so definitely that- more big picture and they're like small granular. Picture. Yeah. And they're incentivized to be that way. So it's not even like a character flaw. Like that is what they are designed to do and what they are told to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's, it's a constant, just like butting of the heads. Oh, geez. But at the same time, you know, your sales team really is incredibly important when it comes to, you know, getting like getting in front of your customers and getting information about your customers. And so if you have enough salespeople coming to you and saying, hey, I really feel like, you know, X, Y, Z thing is really important. This needs to be created. Then it's like, oh, okay. There's like a legitimate need for that. Multiple people are saying, you know, we really need, you know, you know, a a one cheater that breaks down the benefits of, you know, this product. Like, okay, great. We can do that. But I'm not just going to do that just because like you ask for it. Like there's gotta be a reason for it. It's very strategic. Marketing is very strategic. 
I love it. I really appreciate you kind of spelling out everything that you do on a daily basis and all the information that goes into your job and all the different kind of other jobs that your job also can be like (laughs) PR advertising. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, And it looks different. Like if, if you're interested in something that is creative, that has an analytical element to it, and that is highly collaborative, then marketing is a good, a good place to, to look anyway. It may not be a great fit, but you might as well look. The one thing that I will say, and you know, heed my warning, uh, when you are looking for a job in marketing, you are going to kind of be targeted by MLMs. And they kind of represent themselves in a way that they are, I'm not going to say legitimate because, you know, I don't know, but where you think that you're going in there and you are looking at a job that is like a marketing professional type of role and it's not, it's an MLM. Which is? Be careful. Multi-level marketing. Um, It's, it's kind of, it's, it's what's generally called a pyramid scheme. There's a difference. Um, We have like, less than a minute I'm not going to get into it <laughs> look it up right. yeah watch the LuLaRoe documentary <laughs> oh my god I loved it I watched it in like all one sitting <laughs> all right well let's go ahead and bring in the trees yeah let's bring them in <laughs> thanks everybody yeah appreciate appreciate you listening um if you have any questions about marketing specifics or, or if you're a marketer and you have a different perspective you want to bring Hit us up. Let us know. We'd love to have you on. Yeah. Honey with three Y's. I'm home podcast at gmail.com. And we are Caroline and Brittany and we are out. Bye. Bye.